Some places remind you of simpler times of the world. That's what Udaipur feels like. The sweet and soothing smell in the air, the old school bungalows, the number of scooters and bikes, the small cars. I like it all a little too much after living in the raging speed of Mumbai. Summer picked me up from the airport in his mom's old car and drove me to his place in under 15 minutes. I was surprised at that the most. How great it would be to travel this easily in Mumbai. Now, as I watch him struggle to open the old lock of his very big house, I realize the reality of the situation. I am actually here. Sorry about that. He refers to the lock, opening the mahogany doors into a spacious living room. I smile at him and drag my suitcase in, taking in the beautiful vintage house. Everything about the place is poetic, just like summer. This is beautiful, I tell him. He faces me and I observe a certain relief on him. I don't know what it's for but it calms me. Soon he takes me on a tour of his place. I end up spending most of the day going to his mother's library. And when he calls me for lunch, I almost don't want to leave the books. Where is your dad? I ask him while we are eating. He lives in Delhi. I left immediately after mom's funeral, he says. Oh, I find it strange, but don't say anything. They were divorced, so he has no obligations of being here after. I stop chewing to look at him, but he doesn't react. How long have they been? I ask. Since I was 15, Tara was 18. Tara is his sister. I nod at the newly received information, noisily playing with the rice on my plate with the spoon. I want to ask him why they separated, but I decide maybe now is not the right time. I have a feeling he understood that. explains the half smile appearing on his face for a second like a mirage do you want to go out today he asks me while we do the dishes after lunch no i say i love it in your house let's just stay here we spend the rest of the afternoon laying on the couch and watching dumb movies on the television at one point we are almost cuddling it alarms me like anything but i don't move away his touch feels safe We stumble upon an old war movie and for the first time connect on our mutual love for history. We discuss a list of major historical events, getting too involved in talking until the old clock on his living room wall sings. It's 6 in the evening. His housemaid enters the place exactly then and starts to cook some spicy smelling gravy. When I go in there to watch her, she talks to me like I'm an old family friend. showing me pictures of her daughters in her china smartphone quite proudly i admire her innocence so much as she tells me one of her daughters can speak four whole sentences in english i smile at that wholeheartedly as she's cleaning up i notice the plants in the backyard from the kitchen all dry and insist on watering them at that she instantly tears up didi used to water the plants every evening she's gone now gone She says, wiping her tears with the pallu of her faded sari. I watch Summer hearing that in the living room. His gaze turns to me for a moment before disappearing into the television. I don't say anything. Just go into the backyard and water the plants. The backyard smells of cherries and roses. It's strange how similar his mom and my interests were. Maybe that's why his eyes look so scared of loving me. I feel sad at how our generation is the most terrified one. We all are frightened to do the only thing meant to be done fearlessly. Love. After dinner, we play some old cassettes on the stereo. 
He softly tells me which ones are his favorites. His fingers playing with mine. I notice him smelling my hair too often. As the next song plays, I feel his muscles gone stern. An old gazelle. It's one of my favorites. Mom used to sing this a lot. He murmurs. I look at him. Nothing in me blinking anymore. He's in so much pain. I want to take some off him. I know I can't. So instead, I lie down on the couch, pulling him onto me. We stay cozied up in the dim room until the song ends. As silence precedes everywhere, I realize there's no noise of traffic in the city, and it's only ten. Are you okay? I ask him, watching him lie on my chest. His hands loosely hung around my belly. Mm-hmm. He murmurs. I don't have to search for his hurt anymore. Maybe that's the speciality of late hours of the night. Pain chooses that time to surface, and we just can't keep it tucked in anymore. More songs keep playing. We sometimes hum together, sometimes stay quiet. Our eyes getting droopy every second. I like the idea that we're getting so comfortable with each other to fall asleep together. Isn't it vulnerably beautiful to be able to sleep in someone's arms? Just sleep. Good night, I say as I hear him snoring. <laughs>